What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not The 30 Podcast? Hello, hello, hello. This is coming from a very awkward spot in my living room because the studio has officially been torn down. The good news is the studio is on its way back up, and hopefully in the upcoming weeks we'll have a fresh recording from that. With me on this podcast is Paul Cavassier from Point Zero Star Podcast. We had a great sit-down chat, and this is a really cool, this is a much different avenue in podcasting than what we're used to doing, where we sit down and have a conversation. This is a fully scripted, with sound effects, it is it is like listening to a TV show. It's fantastic. Paul is one of the main writers on the show, as well as the main producer on the show, and I'm pretty amazed at all the amount of work that goes into this podcast. Please check out Point Zero Star on all major platform catchers. Thanks again, Paul, for joining me on the podcast. This is your pod life. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Nopter 30 podcast? We are continuing the sub-series pod life on me. On me, wow. With me on the line is Paul Cavassier from Zero, sorry, Point Zero Star podcast. Paul, say hello to the Nana Nation. Greetings, interstellar travelers from Point Zero Star. Well done. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't even want to take it away. I, like, I, what I would really want mm-hmm. to do is I just want to get into it. Yeah. What is your podcast really all about? It's about uh, having a good time with friends, crafting a story, um, that we all get to feel like is, is a bit of each of us and, uh, and having a good time creating that narrative. And, uh, the podcast is kind of, a it's kind of like a, it, it's me and my co-star, uh, Maddie's baby. It's it, that part. I mean, everyone is enjoying being part of the show and the great feedback that we're getting, but at the end of the day, it's about the five of us who have known each other for a long time, uh, enjoying each other's company and coming up with goofy, uh, goofy alcohol and other substances uh, induced or no, not induced fueled like, fueled fueled, <laughs> fueled uh, space romps. You know, it's like, right on. What? Well, yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, we we we've had a couple alcohol and other things fueled podcast so i feel you like don't the, say. The, yeah i mean imagine that yeah, yeah. um let, let's get wild and record it and see what happens mm-hmm. okay so in more detail like how how does this pitch happen for this podcast uh because i'll, I'll be honest it's yeah. when i listened to um the teaser and then episode one and two mm-hmm. it wasn't what i expected when i saw the graphics and everything Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I, even the breakdown to me, not, not that it was confusing, I was thinking, mm-hmm. oh man, I might be in over my head on this one. So uh, give me yeah. the pitch. What is, yeah. what is a podcast all about? So the podcast, the show itself, uh, is a series based around, uh, u- using a role-playing game as its spine or the tent poles, um, in which my friends and I, uh, including my wife, who's also my friend. Um, <laughs> we, 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 you got one of those, eh? Yeah. Okay, hey, right on. Yeah. She's, she's great. Um, okay, good. <laughs> we are, um, using the uncharted worlds rule book and game, uh, written by Sean Gomez 
to create a narrative-based story uh, set nearly 2,000 years in the future following the crew of the Mary Shelley, who is this group of interstellar travelers from all kinds of different backgrounds and even different interstellar civilizations, um, all finding themselves on this ship. And our mystery starts with them having just been released from a simulation, um, as far as they know, um, that brings them back onto, oh yeah, I'm on a starship. It's like three, it's like nearly the year 4,000 and, um, oh shit, space pirates are firing at our vessel and we need to get the hell out of here. We'll figure out what this big black box thing was for after the fact. And it's danger and it's, uh, thrilling heroics and it's, Shopping at a interstellar space station for a mech that is designed to look like a boat or whatever have you, whatever one of our players comes up with in a moment, like, you know what? I feel like I want to add this to the narrative, uh, something from some sci-fi that I saw somewhere that I think is really neat. We let everybody mix and match and, and bring it all together. And uh, we, I, my job in the show is I'm the stargazer. I'm I'm like the cat like no. Jake DeGroot is the captain of the Mary Shelley. I'm like the captain of the show. Like in any role-playing game, you have your dungeon master, right? Your your game master. Yeah. I'm ke- I'm keeping the the storyline um kind of on a trajectory where it makes sense to everybody. And when then I edit the show, I make sure well, when Maddie and I edit the show, we make sure that everything makes sense. Sometimes like, you know, like the continuity, right. All runs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well. And sometimes I do have to go in. I don't know if you'll always notice, but I'll have to go in and re edit something or re record something and pop it in. Uh, tr- I'm not, we're new at this for sure. So I'm trying to do my best to pop it in so that it doesn't sound like it wasn't supposed to be there. Um, we've been trying to get a hold of Canadian musicians and other, like, and like any, and other musicians um, who are willing to, to share their music with us. So as you progress through the show, I think you would notice a difference from episode one to episode 10, which is where we're at right now. Uh, at this point in, and, and there's also a disclaimer about that too. Yeah. In your show, just as like, you know, give, like give us the mulligan on the first episode and then 1.5 is a little cleaner, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then get, then the show will, the, the show quality picks, picks up. Oh, I mean, I hope so. And, and uh, we've, we've noticed <laughs> and we've been getting compliments of people who are like, I've been seeing on Twitter some people telling other people who they're recommending the show to just like just like just give them a chance. Just yeah. if you want the full story, you will have to start at episode one, and it can be a little rough here or there when somebody might bump their mic or bump the table the mic's on or something like that, or somebody forgot to mute their mic and is rummaging through. Uh, then they know who the, who I'm talking about. 
they're rummaging <laughs> through a junk drawer looking for something because they're also doing something at their desk when it's not their turn during the game. Is it your wife? Are you talking about your wife? I am talking about all of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except I, I think my, my, my good boy is Maddie and everyone else knows and we've had this conversation and it's fine. Like, we've gotten... We have pre-recorded our show up to, I think, about episode 17, uh, I want to say. Okay, right on. Because we wanted to be able to release this on a schedule that people can expect. I am going to get a new episode every other Thursday. We tried to set a professional uh, pace for ourselves, even though I don't always have time. I work... I have a random job schedule, and as the edits come down to me to do the final edit, I don't always find time. There's been a couple of times I released later in the day because I, I just couldn't release it at first thing Thursday morning. Okay, so let's let's take the, the walk down memory lane. Mm-hmm. How did A, this is a two-part question, A, when were you introduced to podcasting and what were you kind of listening to? And mm. then B, where did you guys decide, let's let's do a podcast, but not, let's not do a sit-down chit-chat podcast. Let's do a very well-edited, multi-voiced, role-playing game storyline mm. podcast. Like, it, it sounds complicated. So let's start at the very beginning. <sighs> when did you get introduced into the pod world? Uh, I think after my wife and I moved up to Hornpain, Ontario, which is, um, I guess, say if you were to take the train from Toronto to Hornpain, it would take you a couple of days. Oh, no. Uh, well, maybe a day, like a half, like maybe three quarters of a day uh, depends on how the, the trains go. If you were to drive from Toronto, it's easily a 14 hour drive. Oh my goodness! And uh, okay. I, I originally north, started, I imagine. What's that? Oh yeah, north, north, I north, north yeah. closer to the um, border between um, Manitoba and Ontario. Uh, there's just okay. like one more stop along the rail before you're into Manitoba. Which I work for the rail, so that's how I know. Um, <laughs> okay, that's my easy day plug. job. Easy plug, right? Well, so <laughs> the. Um, we moved up there, and to be honest, I went through like a phase of depression moving so far north. We moved up there for my wife's job. She was she got a job teaching up there, um, and I needed civilization still, and I didn't know how bad. Mm-hmm. And somebody I knew introduced me to like you know you can always be you can always listen in on interesting conversations that you're missing out because you're not there with people. Try podcasts. And I did, and whew, they. I, I started the first podcast I ever listened to that was a role playing based one was called Crick Juice, and those guys know who they are, and they're fucking awesome. Um, okay, they were playing Dungeons and Dragons, and that I've been a huge nerd my entire life, and I always wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons, but hadn't at that point. Um. But it inspired me to. A coworker of mine said, hey, let's play a game sometime. And I got into Dungeons and & Dragons. And I almost immediately wanted to be running the game instead of playing it. <laughs> I wanted to do all the voices. I wanted to, do, to, to know the mystery and watch the players squirm uncomfortably as they try to figure <laughs> out what the hell I am cryptically trying to tell them. But I won't tell them outright. 
And then it turned into uh, I needed I needed a group that could commit. My coworkers and I all would would be on a spare board where we'd all be going to work. All we would, none of us would be able to sit down at the table um, all at once. And people can play games like that, but I wanted a, a solid group. And so my old friends from Barry, or my old friend from Barry, Maddie, invited me to play Dungeons and Dragons through a website called Roll Twenty, which we still use for the show, actually. And his cousins, Jake and Tom, who are our co-stars on the show. So Maddie plays Vinyl uh, Flyway. Jake plays Captain Russ Duckers. Tom plays Kays in our show. And I never play a game without my wife. I, I'm a firm believer in the couple that games together stays together. Very nice. I like it. Right? But give me a little timestamp. Like, wh- how far back are we talking? This is like five years ago. Okay, right on. Okay. So uh, it was five years ago we started playing Dungeons & Dragons together. And about two years into that, after having listened to so many shows and narrative-based shows like The Adventure Zone or Friends at the Table, um, we decided, you know what, let's turn our Dungeons & Dragons game into a show. And then unfortunately, uh, about... And I was writing that game on top of running it, like on the train sometimes when I had a spare thought. I'm going 12 hours into the middle of the Canadian wilderness. I'd have a thought and be like, this would be an amazing twist, and then write it down. Which is, you know, I can contribute my job with, that's where some of my good ideas come from, when your mind just begins to wander at 4 a.m. and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going through this part of Canada. Um. But anyway, I digress. The point is, uh, we lost recordings, and uh, nobody wants to listen to a show with missing chapters in between. Right. So uh, I kind of brought the ending of that forward, and we had been discussing a science fiction game, uh, Uncharted Worlds, um, we're all nerds the other way also like fantasy. Yes. <laughs> science fiction. Go for it. As long as the story's good, we're there for it. Right. Um, we, we decided, Hey, sci-fi. Uh, yep. Yep. Sci-fi all around. Okay, cool. Let's do this. And then as, as I brought the end of that Dungeons and Dragons game forward, when they defeated the big bad, I described to them how they like kind of all had a congratulation, a congratulatory moment, and then their minds started to swim, and then their um, uh, perception of the world got blurry, and then sh- these helmets pop off, and they're on this starship, and Ooh, that's like kind of like a Matrix window, right? Okay, I'm in. And then they they all got brought into this world. Um, that we have been playing since then and creating the podcast based on uh, the podcast is based on that. I like it a lot. I, I like the progression of everything too. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, you got, you put, you bring up this idea. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of high fives. Like, I, I imagine in my head, like you guys are all sitting around like a D and D table and you guys like all like, what if we do this? And then you guys like, yeah, it's great. You guys all sit up from the table and group high five at the same time. Freeze frame. I wish like they're, they're the all like no. the other three stars are in Barry. So, 
Uh, and I was still living in Harm Pain. No, I'm from North Bay. Um, but oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they went, they're still in Barrie, but uh, like we did end up at, at one point, actually, like at Maddie's wedding, we met each other for the first time and it was super cool. And it was after we'd already been playing for years together. So it was kind of like, oh, it's you. Incredible. And I had to look up at Jake and Tom because they are easily like almost seven feet tall each. Holy jeez. And I was like, oh, hey, buddy. Let me give you a hug around your tum-tum. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I hope that's a banana in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I am I am happy to see you, but that's not what you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of incredible. That that's that nice gamer community, right? Where you mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to see the person in person mm-hmm. to call them a friend. Oh yeah, for sure. I think that's one of the, one of the things that a lot of um, I'm gonna say non gamer community kind of disconnects from, like the fact that you're basically I guess pen pals kind of with this person, even though mm-hmm. never a handshake or a hug between the two of you guys. Yeah, you may be playing a game, but a lot of the time you are sharing parts of your lives that have nothing to do with the game. You end up talking about what's eating at you. You know, you end up talking about what's eating at you and, you know, life and everything. And you get to know people in, in ways that, like, through the course of the four years before we started the show... I, I knew Maddie a long time before that, but I really got to know Jake and Tom and uh, life events happened. My youngest son was born and um, things were going on with everybody. And uh, there's lots of times we had to put the game aside because somebody's got a lot going on in their lives. But in the end, you come back to each other uh, because you're, you know, you're friends that are good for each other. And it's good to hold on to those kinds of people any way that you can keep them in your lives you should yeah i totally agree there's a connection for a reason right right yeah okay so so you guys decide one day mm-hmm. po- we're gonna do a podcast yeah yeah then you, then we lose recording idea oh no oh yes yes okay yeah now did, did you decide at that point that you're gonna head up the 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 team or was it kind of like a, a communal effort where we're like okay if you do this i can do this and then we can get this going and we can set a schedule and then work from there i think maddie and i were mostly uh team wise the ones who are like we will be the ones who carry this forward when we were um i went to canador and he went to nipissing uh, which it's all one campus in north bay I was, this is where we got to know each other, and we were part of an environmental group that would put on um, demonstrations of ways people can help the environment, and we put on a festival every year down at the waterfront in North Bay that went on for sometimes like a day or a day and a half, two days. Musical guests and all that sort of thing. Maddie is amazing at organizing people and keeping people motivated and involved, and I'm the kind of person that knows that if like if I want a thing to happen and I am passionate about it, I've lots of pro- I've had lots of projects over the years that just fizzled because I lost interest in it, but because I had this amazing little group that we were all passionate about it, I for the first time I'm like this is the longest project I've been able to keep going and produce and and like this is the 
most successfully fulfilling thing uh, that I have done that I'm like, wow, I, I every every time I look at the downloads and see how many people are downloading episodes on a weekly basis, I'm blown away that people want to hear what the, what the hell we're doing while we drink and talk about blowing people out of airlocks and <laughs> security offices getting shot up and uh, what it's like to, to bone in zero G. <laughs> I, I feel like there's a market for that, though, so I don't know why you, you, you should feel so shocked. I just, I just didn't have the confidence. I, I didn't think, you know, when you have like people in your lives who are like, you know, yeah, you could try that, but why bother? Nobody cares about anything anymore. And I, I do, I, I've had at that point and at, at lots of points in my life, so a lot of people who are like that, I'll oh, probably never actually do anything about that or whatever. And this is the thing that the people involved in the project Jake and Tom and everybody um, were all like, yeah, let's do it. And everybody's pumped to do it. And even when I was telling people that, like, I knew, like, hey, I think I'm going to do this thing. I had people telling me, like, no, you're not. You're going to get, like, so far and stop. And um, after the show started, I found this um, Facebook group, too, that was, like, podcasters, 25th crit, when you, every time you get to a certain level, cause, because qu- quitting is so common in podcasting, getting so far and then just running out of steam and not knowing where to go with stuff. And they were totally. like... Totally. Hit that wall. Yeah, you hit that wall. And, and I've hit that wall a couple of times recently, too. I mean, like, this edit is taking me... Like, I look at, like, work time... Uh, like I don't do it all at once, but like time after time and I add it all up. I'm like, I've been working on this for, for like one episode was like 18 hours. Cause I wanted to get the audio just right. And maybe I'm putting too much time. I'm like, am I putting too much time into this? Is it, it, it it's, it's eating up like a little bit of like a lot of time from my family. Like I'm trying to steal evenings and time uh, when I'm in a, a bunk house at the other end of the road, and a thing, and, and I'm there for, for more than eight hours, I'm like stealing a little bit of time to edit, just even if it's just a half hour. Edit the show to get it out there because now I have, I have more of a reason. It's not just me and my wife and my friends. It's the friends who listen because I have friends who yeah, listen to the show. And now the audience that you've built, yeah. And yeah, and that, and that audience is turning around and being like, great job. Can't wait to hear the next one. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. But isn't that like, now doesn't that fuel the the burn, the desire, you know, that even though it's half an hour, it's kind of that heroin hit, right? Mm. Where you get into it and you're like, yes, you're like, oh, you know, this audio, this, um, let's say an audio cue was messing me up and I couldn't mm-hmm. get it right. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, quick Google search or YouTube search. You figure it out, and you're like, bam, now I got it. And the sense of accomplishment, the passion, all that kind of comes together, and that self-gratitude mm-hmm. is just overflowing. For sure. And you think, and and then it becomes that, like, if I just work, like, 30 more minutes, and I can get all these little cues just perfect, and I can get this song to fade out just at the right moment with this other song, then the beats kind of match up, 
and everything will sound like an easy flow from one thing to the next. And this sound effect of, of uh, automatic sci-fi rifle going across and, and people screaming and stuff. Like, I listened, uh, one, one of the shows I listened to that I loved before I started the show was called God's Fall. And it's a Dungeons and Dragons show where this the guy, Ar- uh, I almost say Arim, Arim, Aram, uh, he is amazing. He went and spent his own money and got good sound effects and got a sound effects like uh, website to back his show so that he could use them so that he could use those general effects of the hum of a space station. Well, for, in my, my, in my case is a hum for a space station. For him, it's a, a thousand orcs waiting for battle. Uh, that kind of thing, just humming in the background on the other side of the battle. And you and your party are doing this on the other side of the battlefield. What do you do? Having that atmosphere there um, really brings you into the story. And that's why I wanted to add sound effects and music. But you're totally right when you find that little thing that's, that brings you into, okay, I can if I get this just right. And I know that... It, uh, It'll sound great. And, um, and I know most people who listen to the show might not even notice what I'm putting into it, but I want, I, I want the little bit of a perfectionist in me that's like, it's just got to go just right. And no one may yeah. appreciate it, but I will. Yeah, and, and you'll know. like Your quality assurance will be there that Paul put his stamp on here. I'm good with it. This is what I'm... I, like. I know that... I've done my due diligence on this. Have you found with your show or the shows that you do and stuff, have you found like I've recently discovered networking and (laughs) uh, like going on Twitter and being like, Hey, here's our show. I think that you'll like it. And here are some other shows like mine that even if you don't like mine, maybe you will like them. And then they like your posts about it. And uh, those shows in particular, if you tag them in it, and then yeah. you end up getting a little groundswell from just being a good community member. Yeah. Okay. So great. You know what? First and foremost, great question because before, so we've been doing this podcast for almost four years, technically four years if you count the first iteration of this podcast, but mm-hmm. um, we were kind of just like, fuck everybody else. We'll just do it for us and our friends, and we'll laugh at it, and we'll be good, and whatever. Mm-hmm. But then in February, we got nominated for a Canadian Podcast um, Award, and I started meeting part of the community, and I started thinking to myself, oh, I, I think I actually like some of these people. Like, we made some <laughs> friends. Yeah. Um, we're like, okay, so maybe not fuck everybody. Maybe just, like, cool. I was like, you know what? This is just this thing that... A handful of people. So, like, just a little background on me, Paul. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not part of the gaming community, although I appreciate it. Right. Uh, my gaming, yeah, man. Like, I, and you know what? I, I, anything that builds good vibes, I'm gonna be about. It. Anything that kind of builds like hate and stuff like that, I'm gonna have an issue with. Unless we're talking about sports, yeah. that's a different game. That's but, yeah, um, that's its own beast. I, I'm not that, a sports fan, exactly. but I understand sports fans. That's its own like yeah. friendly competition kind of. Like. Exactly. Like it, it, it stays. It, it starts in the parking lot, but it ends once the game's over. At least it should end. Anyways. Right. But um, 
I, 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 my, my extent of gaming community has been just um, like the NHL live stuff that I might have played on my PlayStation 3, which is like non non-existent anymore. But you know what it's like to have young kids. That, that gaming time may not be as yeah. fluent as it once was. Yeah. Uh, I'm stuck to like um, phone apps, phone app games when I'm in the bathroom. So I, not quite the I same. I honestly don't Enjoy even it. play games as like at all anymore as much as I'd like to. Um, uh, I, I see things coming cold, out. So. I saw Cyberpunk 77 and I'm drooling, but I know I will not be able. <laughs> I need to put my kids through swimming lessons and other things. I That money that Atta I boy. would spend on new video games and systems and stuff uh, should go towards um, building up my children's uh, ability to survive. Yes, and that's, that's what makes you a good dad. Oh, that's, thanks. that's very important. I think you're, you're making the right too. calls. Thanks, dude. Um, so, like, networking. So, like, so mm-hmm. what I found is that this community is kind of a community that I've looked for personally in for a long time. I mean, um, mm-hmm. other than friendships. And, I mean, friendships are great, but, you know, people get married and have kids and move away. And it becomes mm-hmm. kind of like a distant text or meme relationship. Mm-hmm. And even, like, I, even I joined a fraternity and... That community is good too, but it's not quite the same because even though that is like a, a get together and you hang out and you talk, mm-hmm. it's not a common ground of like burning passion or um, mm-hmm. of uh, things you want to learn about. And that's where the this podcast family, this network has really um, meant a lot to me because that networking, we met over, I believe it was the... Um, Canadian amateur podcaster group. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's how. That's where I saw so, your posts for interviews and stuff. I was like, yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, people who are in this at this level to like have fun and make a thing and like maybe have a little more joy in their lives than just the nine to five. Uh, when, exactly. When, when we get to five, boom goes the dynamite. We're gonna have fun and hang out with each other and have interesting conversations and then share them. And hopefully bring other people into this world of conversation and what's going on in the world. And in our case, a little escapism from the real world. Totally. Totally. Because I, I, I think you mentioned it before. I want to get to it. But just to tie off like networking, mm-hmm. it's, it's like-minded people getting together and sharing thoughts. And what I've found in that group especially i only belong to one one other group that's podcast related mm-hmm. um but i find in that group if you put a question out there you'll get an answer and there's a handful of people in that group that i've um come to call friends now like mark blevis um mm-hmm. uh oh my god uh, jacob mccourt scarborough dude like there's a handful of guys there that mm-hmm. i've had other conversations with that have helped me and also kind of like inspired me like I had a conversation mm-hmm. with Jacob a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and the conversation was just, he's like, oh, this, 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 we're doing this on this platform. I'm like, oh, man, that's such a great idea. These, and it just these are like all neat ideas. Something. I'm going to steal some yeah. of them. Thank you. I was like, you are so smart. Let me borrow that. I'll be right back. Um, <laughs> or come with yeah, me. I, I Let's do, all do it together. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that, that, I prefer that if that was an option. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 it was something for me that I was really striving for, which was um, acceptance into a community of, pe- of like-minded people mm-hmm. that were sharing my passion. Because I admire the fact that you and your wife game together. 
my wife does not share the same passion for podcasting as I do, mm-hmm. although she has made a couple guest appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they do. For her, it doesn't mean... Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, for her, I mean, being a great mom and making sure the household is right is more important than sitting in front of a mic and hopefully talking to some people out there, right? So... For the um, longest time, my wife was in the same boat too. With uh, yeah. I be I mad I was I was getting mad about podcasts and be like podcast podcast podcast. All you do is talk about podcasts. Uh, can you fold the laundry while you listen to your podcast? Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that. But just like you have like this story is amazing or this audio drama is awesome or this one show about the news is like and what's going on behind the headlines is really really great. Okay, and, so, and she so gave me attitude like, her? "Oh, it's all you want to do. It's always another conversation going on in the room, and I can't even talk to you." And I'm like, "Oh, we can, we can always pause it. We can always pause it." Yeah. So, did you have to flip her? Was it something that you had to introduce her to, and then slowly kind of nudge her into, or was it something she started to take a little bit of uh, affection towards? Only after the show started, actually. So very oh, recently, really? yeah. Okay. She was like uh, starting to like. I'm putting out episodes, and she's starting to listen to herself in the show. And I think everybody uh, in the show started listening to each other. And then you may notice in later episodes how everyone gets a little more self conscious about how much noise they're making at, at their desks <laughs> uh, versus when we began. Um, and then um, my wife uh, Samantha, who's amazing, lovely beautiful, uh, funny, creative, intelligent woman. I love you, honey. I know you're listening. Ooh, you're going to get some tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, or whenever this comes out, whenever this right, comes out. Right, right, right. So I, I said, um, listen to this story or listen to this. This is really insightful. And now that she's listened to herself and she's in a show, she's more willing to. And I think the, the last thing I suggested to her was uh, The White Vault, which is a... A horror uh, show, and uh, for the first time ever, she came back to me after having blazed through the entire thing and been like, "Wow, Paul, what else is there?" <laughs> you, you were like, like her, her uh, Sherpa, just like bringing her through everything and be like, "This is try cereal. Everyone <laughs> likes cereal, and yeah, and just feeding her other ones." Yeah, like uh, you, five years later, <laughs> she's like, "Fine, yeah, yeah, okay, right. I've given in." <laughs> Did um, when when it came, when it came to podcasting, like do you just listen to uh, like uh, gaming and then let's say sci-fi related things, or do you also listen to oh, like, yeah, the, more of the sit-down style, like the Joe Rogans or the Kevin Smiths of the world? I've listened to a lot of um, stuff based on science, like the Bad Science podcast, where they talk about um, uh, they 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 have a a host and a comedian and an actual scientist come onto the show to talk about the science behind um, uh, pop culture movies like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and uh, Back to the Future (laughs) and have a good time laughing about it. But then that scientist always brings that element of like, well, actually, quantum mechanics and blah, 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 blah. And and you could actually maybe do some of the stuff in this movie eventually. Not exactly the same way, but kind of close. Things like Bill Nye's uh, Science Rules. I've listened to a lot of Mm -hmm. stuff. I've listened to a lot of stuff. um, I used to listen to The Nerdist. um, Yeah. To to listen to hyper creative people talk about their craft, uh, especially I don't I don't know if there was a podcast I listened to that Patrick Rothfuss was on and he's a 
very uh, well-known fantasy writer, as far as mm-hmm. fantasy book nerds goes, and uh, talking about the creative process and uh, him and I think Max Temkin, who made the board game or the card game Cards Against Humanity. They had this right. weird little show together. It was just the two of them talking. And I would tune the hell into that to get like glimpses into what it's like to struggle with creativity and how to overcome those things. And uh, I find those kinds of conversations really inspiring and uh, definitely fuel for the fire of, okay, now I want to go and make my own thing. Or the next time we play Dungeons and Dragons, because I've been reading uh, Patrick Rothfuss's book, or I've been watching uh, The Expanse, which is a sci-fi series, now all of a sudden this other random things come in that, that comes in out of left field for my players, and they just have to deal with it. And uh, it creates interesting stuff. I, I, all things feed into each other, I think. So listening to those conversations is great. Uh, I listen to hot takes on the news about what's going on in the real world. Not to get too real at the moment, but like yeah, that the sure. real world is still important. As much as I love fantasy and science fiction and all that stuff, a lot of what's going on in the world needs uh, or is uh, is still important. And one thing that I was listening to one time was talking about how all great science fiction, which mm, we're doing science fiction, is based on something going on in the world right now that's uh, hard for people to deal with that might be able to, to like, explore it in, in a, okay, this is a fantasy or a science fiction setting, but uh, it's kind of exploring uh, racism or... Um, political divide or just anything that, that goes on in the real world. And I listened to that and go, Hmm. And then turn back to my players. So there's this bigot who's in power or whatever, you know, there's this, there's this person, uh, uh who's being overly racist at the moment or, or whatever. What are you going to do about it? And sure, we goof up, but I think you have to strike a balance between goofs and jokes and ha-ha and those moments that you take seriously. At the end of episode nine that we put out of our show, um, spoilers, not spoilers, there's a part where things get serious all of a sudden. And for the first time, someone on Twitter messaged me immediately. Hi, Courtney. Ooh, exciting. (laughs) Yeah, like within a day and was like, how dare you? How dare you let that happen to her? Or like, how dare you that with that moment? And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, oh, did I upset you? And then she came back to me like, no, it was good. But now I'm sad for her. And I was like, oh, wow. Like I hit somebody hard enough in the heart that they felt like they needed to message me directly. And I was like, wow, that was one of the biggest moments I've felt since. I don't know. There was a game I ran like five years ago for some friends, no, six years ago for some friends. There was just, I kind of had the same thing that happened at the time, but like that was a person in the room. I've never directly affected somebody. I don't even know really. Uh, And then just come at me and go, Hey, 
uh, what the hell? Also, good job. That's a weird compliment. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, but isn't that like, doesn't that mean you're doing something right? I think so. I, I, it's hard to be sure about anything these days, but I, I hope so. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I mean, to me, that, that sounds like you're doing something right. Cheers. I hope you, yeah, I hope you got enough, a drink right? in your glass, bud. Yeah, man. Actually, I'll do a little cheers right now. Hold on. We are. Cheers. Um, here, cheers. here. To podcasting mm. and, and, and getting a rise out of people. <laughs> well, we, we did this whole series called, um, it was kind of like the Miss Six series. Mm-hmm. And up to recently, we've actually had to take a couple down because they were, the, the person she is today wasn't the person she was when we recorded the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was starting to offend people in her life. Mm-hmm. And so, not offend, but affect. And, right, yeah. um and when, when it hits that, when you see the face of the person that's bothered, I, maybe the effect is a little bit stronger as opposed to reading on the screen. But Like that thing that happened she, with, like, James Gunn, the director of uh, Guard, Guardians of the Galaxy, how, like, there was a weird tweet that he did that was really offensive to a lot of people, and he got fired from doing Disney movies or whatever. And, they're like, but that was, oh, like, no 12 way. years ago. Yeah, this is this is, like, months ago, actually, I think. But... He got fired from making any more projects with Marvel or Disney or any of that because Disney is all about, like, I get what you're saying. Like, it's all about, like, hey, public appearance. Like, you can't be, we can't be seen to employ this kind of person. And he recently got re-employed by Disney after making, like, he'd already apologized for what he had said at the time. It was a really off-color joke. Like, but that would have been acceptable in the time that he said it, like you're saying. But then... Um, you know, Twitter trolls and stuff dragging up your history to show the world. Like at this point, right. this person said this, and it's totally unacceptable now. It, it's mind blowing how how Twitter is coming back to haunt and ruin careers of people. I just started on Twitter, so <laughs> yeah, I, I've been on it for a couple well, of years to follow like podcasts, huh? Uh, that I liked. Yeah, yeah. To let know, oh, the new uh-huh. episode's coming out. But um, this is the first time I've uh, had an official one for our show. Well, uh, we we only tweet to let people know, but we're not active on Twitter at all. Mm-hmm. But every now and then we'll get like a mention, and I think it's so cool when someone's like, "Well, we'll mention us in the in the same sentence of like, mm-hmm. hey, if if you think this is funny, this is like a light version of that.'" I'm like, "I'll take it. That kind of sounds like a compliment, right?" I'm yeah, in. it's like, yeah. "Thank you for directing people's attention to us. You are awesome. I'll yeah. direct my followers back to to look at you too." I think it's I think it's a, a beautiful thing as well too because right you're harnessing like this this message, and when we when we put out something our goal is like not necessarily just to get a rise out of people although that is part of it mm-hmm. but the the idea that someone else is going to take we we try to keep our podcast around forty five minutes mm-hmm. and the goal is always to kind of be like hey. Um, you know, like, let, let's just, like, be good people, but this might be a little shocking to some, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think as long as we can keep kind of that flow going, we're good. Yeah. But every now and then when someone someone's like, oh, we're, we're on the same page with this, I'm going to share this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let somebody else try this on for size. And it's not just, like, my aunt who wants to know what's going on in my life listening mm-hmm. to the podcast or, like, a friend who I've lost contact who might see it on one of my socials 
mm-hmm. you know, being like, oh, well, what is this all about? What, why does he keep putting this out on the socials? Anyways. Yeah, that's, right. that's a bit of like, um, I think Canadians in particular are pretty, um, like, don't get me wrong, I love Canada and all that, but I find that a lot of people that I've known in the societies that I've been in so far, like, if you say, I'm, I'm doing this thing and it's this project and hey, pay attention to it, people kind of like shut down and back away from it a bit. It's not until somebody else that's not involved in the project at all recommends it that they're like oh maybe cool all right i i I find i find it's a weird thing with some people is like is like oh did you just suggest something to me and um that but you but you're behind the project or you're involved in it then i'm gonna back away from it but if somebody says hey uh you should listen to this or i know that you like this you should try it It's, it's the word of mouth between friends that goes miles farther than us just shouting into the, into social circles and into the dark, going, "Hey, listen to us! We're awesome, and we're we got a spaceship, and we fight space pirates, and there's also a big black box, and then there's a ha, glory hole, ha ha ha." Yeah. <laughs> um, we you had alluded to it earlier. Your pod juice. Mm-hmm. Break it down. What is Paul Cavasse's pod juice? Because I have a mm-hmm. inkling what it could be. Okay, so uh, our podcast juice, which uh, my podcast juice in particular and my wife's, uh, is is Old Camp, which is a, uh, I want to say, I'll lift the bottle up here. It's a, um, it says it's a liqueur, but it's whiskey based. And it's a peach pecan liqueur uh, on ice with lemonade. But just like a splash of lemonade or half and half lemonade. And okay. that gets our creative juices flowing so that I can just like. Yeah, you're going to get white girl wasted on that, dude. That, is, that sounds like it's very sweet. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it can be pretty sweet. Uh, a bit of the bitterness from the lemonade helps. And uh, I do try. We do we do end up sitting for a lot of the show and just like getting into the conversation conversation with each other. So, um, one drink will last me a half hour to 45 minutes as we talk and I pick up a drink and I drink and I let the, the players talk to each other. And then, uh, Oh, there's a little podcast juice right there. Um, <laughs> And then I'll take a few sips, and but because I'm the narrator, basically, and I voice all the characters that they come across and describe to them everything that's going on, I'm talking for, like, a lot of it. So I need something strong because the sips and stuff that I take get me to where I need to get. I, I think for the most right. part, everybody else drinks beer. Or uh, okay. my wife drinks what I drink. And she only gets another drink when I, when we go, okay, bathroom break. And then I pause and make her a drink also, bring it to her, come back, sit down. Hello? Yeah, no, I'm still here. Sorry. I I thought you were going to keep going on, on the pod, the podcast juice. Oh, well, it's just, it's just just a a little uh, loosey goosiness. Well, that's all good. Um, I had some questions about your audio background. Mm-hmm. So what is, do you have any audio background or are you going into this blind 
very amateur and just figuring out things on the way? Uh, very close to amateur. Um, before I, before we started, I did. I, I had recorded a lot for the Dungeons Dragons story that I was writing and uh, telling for them. I'd recorded a lot of stuff. I hadn't really um, edited any of it because I, we, we wanted to have quite a few in the bank, so to say, before we started mm-hmm. uh, because my work is very busy and I wanted to be able to I wanted to be able to keep ahead of it. And unfortunately, um, we lost episodes or whatever, but um, I, I did... Used, I used to run a game called Dread for friends of mine from college and university. Those same uh, friends I was telling you about earlier, the environmental group, um, mm-hmm. we're very tight-knit. We're all in a Facebook group. We keep talking, even though it's been 10 years or 14 years now. And um, once I moved to Hornpain, I knew that I wanted something to draw everybody back together and I can run games and that's the thing that I do. And I love storytelling and everybody knew about that about me in the first place. So once a year I would run a game of dread that I would write in which I would get all the, my friends like eight to 12 to 14 people. Uh, I ended up having to limit how many people could actually play in the game. Um, we get back together like a big pilgrimage. We come from all the way, all kinds of places from across Ontario to come to my parents' house and sit in the basement and drink. And we'd, we'd like see each other all day and eat and have fun. But when it came tonight, here comes the mic. Paul's got his computer set up and now we're playing Dread, which just involves a Jenga tower in the center of a table and anytime anybody has to do anything dangerous or investigate some mystery or something like that, they have to draw a block and put it on top. And the tension can cut the room. Um, I recorded a couple of those games and I would edit them with sound effects, with music. I, I, at this point, I've only ever recorded three of them, although I've done four games. This is like a once a year thing. And then mm-hmm. I would put in the music, I would put in the sound effects, and then I would give it back to them as a recording. We've done... That's kind of like a gift. Yeah, like kind of like, thank you for all coming together to see me. I loved seeing... The thing is, I wanted to draw them all in because I love them so much. And I want to see everybody. And now everybody's having kids. And we kind of like, when we do get together, it's like a big... We're getting together and we're all bringing something to the table. And we all want to have a great fucking time together you know right so um that was the only experience that i had had in audio editing was this three hour long game uh that if i were if i were to do that now i would split that three hours into three episodes Um, yeah 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 you've you've learned that lesson oh yeah for sure nobody wants to sit for three hours unless they were actually sitting at the table and enjoying the game Um, yeah uh, at this point, like the, our first episode is like an hour and 20 minutes, but every w- episode since then we've tried to keep to 45 minutes to an hour 
somewhere in there to not bore people yeah. so that they're sitting like, when is this going to end? Yeah. You want like the duration of someone's commute to work. Yeah. Yeah. Totally right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. Um, a couple of the things I want to ask you about before we kind of tie this guy off. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to call them like the, the, the point zero star family, like the, the, the crew that you guys run with. Mm-hmm. Would you guys ever do anything different on your feed or is this feed just for like, would you start a second feed if you guys were just to do like a casual thing or is, mm-hmm. is, is this pristine? Is it only staying one way or are you guys branching out at any point? We've had this conversation very recently, and uh, we thought that if, if any kind of storylines happen for this story, uh, or in this universe that we're creating, because as we go, like p- part of the game that we're playing means crafting the universe, kind of like improv. You're crafting it as you go. If somebody says something is true, and we all agree that it's true, now it's true in this universe. Um, if we did more stories within this universe, they would stay in this feed. Um, if for some reason the Mary Shelley crashes and everybody dies in atmosphere around a Saturn like planet or something, then if we wanted to continue the story and maybe continue with another ship coming across the wreck of the Mary Shelley and being like, Oh, what the fuck happened to these people? Oh, they have this big black box. Let's take it now then they would play characters on that new ship or whatever, right? But if, if, if I were it's a to... Good, it's a good evolution. Right, yeah. Uh, but if, if we were to do a different show with totally different stuff, we, we do have a next Tuesday. So we're recording on a Tuesday. But next Tuesday, I'm going to North Bay uh, to record a game session with another podcast called the littlest hobo podcast or sorry the littlest podcast and they just reviewed do you remember that old tv show uh called the littlest hobo um yeah my my very italian grandmother would always watch it It it's like her favorite favorite show or something yeah weird right like how is that how do people love this i remember from when i was a kid too and i was like and then he uh but my buddy stefan again from like college and all that yeah, he, uh, he's a li- he's part librarian now. He had access. He has a friend. Uh, the, I think he's a librarian, and they had access to like all these old episodes of The Littlest Hobo. And they're like, "Let's do a show where we watch The Littlest Hobo, but the show is that no. we talk about it after, no, and break it down." Oh my god! And yeah, it's hilarious. And the, little, the littlest podcast. The littlest podcast, and they oh my god. are. Um, <laughs> we're, we're recording a crossover episode where the two hosts of that show are mutually going to control. Um, the episode is supposed to be set in Fanada, which is Fantasy Canada, and mm-hmm. they will be controlling the littlest hobo um, as he goes on an adventure. And other players from our show, Maddie and Samantha, are uh, my wife, are going my wife. <laughs> are going to be um, uh, other characters, other dogs on uh, that get involved in Hobo's adventure, and I'm going to do a, we're going to do a complete one off with them. Dude, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's still going to be kind of set though in the Hobo universe, so it is going to end up in the Hobo 
or in the point zero star uh, universe in a way, but in a really roundabout way. So we'll end up in the feed, but not until season one is over. Dude, I like it. Uh, anytime you can do a crossover, right? I'm, I'm on board for. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this thing too. Like th- that's a whole goal. Yeah. All right. Share the um, love. You know what? Lots of ears out there to penetrate. Let's just share. It's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm ending all of these interview discussions, whatever you want to mm. call them, okay. the same way with the exact same question. Oh. And when I, when I, the, the whole idea behind this, the, you know what, I, I, hold on one sec. I gotta just adjust myself a little bit before I can ask this question. Oh, okay. I will too. All right. Hold on. Oh, oh, chair noises. Chair noises. Okay. Yep. You have chair noises. <clears throat> mm-hmm. A little stretch. Mm-hmm. All, all right. right. All right. All right. So uh, when I started this, the, I accidentally started this with with uh, Mark Blevis, and I ended the podcast with him asking him this question, mm-hmm. and he he paused and he came back with a really great answer. Wait, am I the, so I'm not like the second to, person that you're like? How, how many people have answered this question already? Okay, so you are um, you're number four on the list of <gasps> of eight. Lucky number four. Okay, yeah, actually, sorry. Ten. Ten. Um, okay. So, you're the Bobby Orr of this question. Right on. So, um, I want you, after, after I say, take as much time as you need to formulate an answer because I think most people, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to touch you for sure. It's going to mm-hmm. touch me for sure and hopefully the listener for sure because I'm getting I into, think it means a lot. I'm getting into beard stroking position to think harder. Good. Yes. Okay. Tilt the head back at a forty-five. Yes. Okay. Uh, look up at my my uh, books, my 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 mahogany <laughs> leather-bound, my leather-bound yes. books <laughs> up on my shelf, yes. along side my my miniature nerdy statues of Thanos, the starship from Futurama, some yes HP Lovecrafts, uh, weird tales. Okay. Okay. Strike. So. Paul, mm-hmm. as a podcaster, mm-hmm. I really want to know. Yes. What does it mean to you to be a podcaster? Oh, going to keep staring at this book for a moment. Mm-hmm. Scratch. Yeah. Blade through the beard. That's right. Because I think for most people it means a general thing. But each, each specific person has actually said something different, which wows me every time. I feel like we're on the actor's studio. What was the TV show? The actor's studio? Mm-hmm. Behind the actor's studio? Yeah. In the actor's studio. James Lipton? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that making this podcast and what podcast means to me is, um, is an evolution of storytelling and as a method to reach out to people's hearts and minds, to create a theater of the mind, but also but also to share um, that they're not alone in the universe that we we can all 
get along in a way. And if we can't get along, then you can always blow that person out the airlock. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, um, we, we should all... We should all listen to each other instead of just sitting in a room, just listening to a few people. We should all be willing to go out there and expand our perspectives by by taking in what other people are saying that they... Uh, are perceiving their experiences and their real life moments that are happening happening with them on a on a day to day basis. We should share in each other's lives. I, I think there is a bit of a, a disconnect these days with how we we interact with each other, and if anything. When we make the show, it's about five people coming together to collaborate to create a story. And I want to bring that across as well as entertain. And let people escape their own lives for a little while to listen to us drink the purple stuff and go to a party and do zero G acrobatics and ac- accidentally collide with a diplomat and you know, that kind of, it's horseshit and it's bullshit and it's, and it's goof ups, but it's, Hey, we can all work together to make something. We're working together to make a thing. And, and, and everybody can and listen to your neighbor and take two seconds to listen to each other. Dude, you nailed it, buddy. That's great. Woo! Lifting up a <laughs> glass of the purple stuff. Yeah. yeah, cheers, cheers. You know, another show that does that uh, is uh, Mamrie Alpha. They're awesome. Uh, it's f- five ladies just playing a Star Trek game, and they're all playing, the, and they're amazing. And, and when you were telling me earlier about, like, people like podcasts helping each other and reaching out to each other and supporting each other's network. I, I, I kept thinking them like they are one of the people that have really reached out and we've reached back to them and been like, Hey, listen to these ladies. They're fantastic and amazing and raunchy as hell. Yeah. In a setting that isn't supposed to be raunchy at all. <laughs> and and pay attention to them and they've in turn come back and been like and listen to them and and every and this this whole community of everyone being like just listen to each other. Yes. Just listen and and let your mind open up to all that there is. Yeah, I think it's an important thing because we as podcasters are putting our, ourselves out there and, you know, for example, with ours, like sometimes we get into details we're, we're not ready to talk about, but they just come out in the flow of conversation. Mm-hmm. And in, in your setting, I have to imagine there's underlining um, topics that for you mm-hmm. as, as maybe one of the, the head writers or the writer, mm-hmm. you're putting it in there subconsciously because it's something you want to iron out too. Like I have to imagine that there are, 
there are things that, that as us as podcasters that we're putting out there mm-hmm. that we hope are relatable but also resolvable like also like the the goal is to kind of grow ourselves while putting ourselves out there for the world to listen to oh yeah i imagine that if if i kept doing this which i hope i'm still doing this like 10 years from now what i'm putting out there in the world is totally different and the same you know as i'm doing now but like yeah mm-hmm. uh, our entire lives are a growing process it doesn't just end when puberty ends and it doesn't just end when you graduate from high school and it doesn't just end when you graduate from university or when you have kids it, your entire life is a growing experience i couldn't agree more paul plug the show plug all your platforms that you guys might be on boom, any boom, twitter boom. plug everything you got you got it bud ditto well this has been a great conversation anthony thank you Hey, anytime, brother. Do you, but do you want to plug it? Do you want to plug your platform or where, oh, you, yeah. like, where can people find um, you? If you're looking you? for a point zero star, you actually might have to look through your app for decimal and then zero star, all one word. Um, that's one thing that maybe as a new podcaster, I should have maybe figured that out beforehand. <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly telling people it's point zero star and they're like, I can't find it. I'm like, oh, yes. oh damn. Um, other than that, uh, I mean, on Twitter, I'm uh, at PWC of Witchmarsh, which is the, the, the setting for the Dungeons & Dragons story uh, that I was running, <laughs> which I thought everything would be based on when I did do a show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that, I'm on there as that. Um, my wife's on Twitter, too, um, but her Twitter is really hard to spell out. And and Jake okay. is also he just jumped on to start showing support on there, um, but his is also he was like a bunch of G day G I'm gonna have to look it up actually. Um, other than that, we're just on Twitter. We're on and we're on okay. uh, Facebook and mostly we're we lead busy lives. We have kids, we have families, we have whatever we're going on. But if if you reach out to us, we'll reach back to you and uh, and continue on the conversation. Right on. Right on. Okay. Well, that's all. That's all from our end. If you're listening from the perspective of a point zero star listener, mm-hmm. the Not After Thirty podcast, you can find us on all platforms. Not After Thirty podcast. And on Twitter, even though we don't really tweet unless a new show comes out, NA30 Podcast. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for downloading, tuning in, and checking us out. Paul, thank you so much for your time today. You've been very, 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 very gracious with all your words. Hey, you, you, you've been great too, man. This has been a great conversation. All you interstellar travelers out it. there, so we'll see you next time on Point Zero Star. <laughs>